there's a button at the top of the page that says home. Click there. Boom. Bam. You're entered. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Chance to work with your boy Dizzy. Episode 1031 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Best of ish edition. Today's quick tip, returning to running post-injury. Hey, y'all, real quick before we dive into today's quick tip episode, uh, it's, it's time for that sort of monthly reminder. I, I try to do this about once a month, give or take, sometimes twice, sometimes zero. But I guess when, he, when you're talking about averages, I guess that means it works out to being about once a month. And that's the reminder to get yourself into the giveaway. If you haven't done so already, who doesn't want free things? I mean, I feel like I feel like that's kind of you know second nature. Like if it's free, it's for me, right? Um, but a lot of times when it's for, when it's free, it's kind of eh. In this case, I like to think that free is actually pretty darn good, and that's because the giveaway I do each month. If you haven't heard yet, and if you haven't heard yet, you must be new around here because again, I talk about it about once a month. Is uh, I give away a free training plan. And not a half-baked or a quarter-baked or a not-baked-at-all, uh, one-size-fits-all type of training plan. No, 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 no. It's, it's the same level of anything that I would do for anybody that's paying me. Um, completely customized, completely tweaked and, and adjusted and, and hopefully optimized for you, for your life, for your goals, for your experience, basically what you need to hopefully do the best you possibly can do, or at least have you as ready as possible for, for your race. So if you want to get a chance to win it, you got to be in it. And that's the, the giveaway to get yourself entered, disruns.com slash giveaway. You can also get to it right there from the homepage at disruns.com. There's a link or something or a button or something that says click here to enter. You click that, bada boom, bada bam. You enter your name, you enter your email address. And then uh, thanks to the magics of the internet, you're automatically put into a list that says here are the, all the people that are entered into the giveaway. I pick one at random using a random number generator with all the people that are in it every month. At the beginning of each month, I picked out that winner. And, uh, you know... Maybe, just maybe, the random number generator might smile upon you, but he can't smile upon you if you don't put your name in the hat to begin with. So if you haven't done so already, disruns.com slash giveaway. And once you've done it once, you're good to go. You're good to go. Each month, you're automatically re-entered. So it really is a one-time thing to have a chance to win 12 times a year. Not, you know, not bad. Not bad. I mean, you know, for free, not bad. Not bad. Dizruns.com slash giveaway. Today, talking about returning to running after an injury, something that uh, is kind of near and dear to my heart right now. If you've been following the saga of uh, the, the the dealing with the itis, the leg itis, the probably bursitis, something lower leg, left side, Achilles tendon area, probably bursa, maybe a tendon, whatever. It all kind of works itself out the same. Um, it's been quite the saga. And the reason this is a best of ish edition is because I've talked about this before. I've talked about it twice before. Actually, this is this is maybe a first time that we've done a best of ish and a best of ish off of the same post. So this is the second best of ish episode. The original, the OG on the topic was from February 2018, episode number 532. If you want to go back in the archives and find that one, feel free. If you want to go back to the best of ish round one, that would be from March 2020. So just just right about two years ago to the date, episode 823. And today, of course, we're at episode 1031. Uh, so, you know, as I've said before, but if you're new around here, you know, I got to remind you. I guess I got to tell you. If you've been around, I'll remind you. If you're new, I'll tell you. The way that the, the way that these best of ish episodes work, 
the 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 blog post that goes with the post is more or less copy pasted from the original, which for this time means it's more less copy pasted from the original and also more or less copy pasted from the uh, original best of ish. The audio brand new, probably hitting a lot of the same high notes, probably probably covering a lot of the same topics since we're using that same blog post as the outline. But uh, you know, maybe a few little tweaks or adjustments or timely things. Which the reason this is timely and the reason that we're rolling with it now is, like I said, dealing with the itis, making my way back to running, trying to, for once, actually take a, a dose of my own medicine, practice what I have preached both via the, the podcast in the past and also with uh, the runners I coach and the times that they've been coming back from injuries. And, and you know, the fact of the matter is, and I, and I wish it wasn't a fact, <laughs> I wish it wasn't something that uh, was as common as it is. But running, running injuries happen, right? Sometimes they're total flukes. It's a, it's a weird step, a little twist, a, a, a dip and dodge or a root or a rock or whatever. And there's what's, what's called an acute injury, something that happens right now. Those are fewer and farther between in our sport, although they certainly do happen. But the more common running injuries are those overuse things. The, the plantar fasciitis, the IT band issues, the shin splints, the runner's knee, um, the various bursitises, bursiti, I don't think that's right, but whatever, uh, the various itises that can happen. And, uh, apparently they can happen to anybody because I'm, I'm dealing with a little bit of itis as again, as we, as we've talked about as, as is not, uh, exactly a secret around here. And part of the reason I've been so open about talking about it is, is a, I don't want to be, uh, you know, accused of, of being sneaky about what I talk about and what I not talk about, try to keep things as real as, as possible, but also to hopefully maybe uh, help some of you through through to avoid some of the issues that I've dealt with and, and maybe some of the reasons that they've that they've come up. But uh, today I want to talk about as I'm getting back into running and hopefully before too much longer I'll be back to my normal running routine. Although maybe my new normal running routine. More on that as we go. Um, but coming back from an injury is not maybe as straightforward as we would like it to be. In theory, you know, you, you, you take the time off, you get your treatment, you go to the PT or the chiropractor or the doctor or whatever, whatever is, is working for you to help you get back back to, uh, to to healed up and ready to go. In theory, it would be nice if we could just jump right back in right where we, where we left off, right? And maybe you can do that if you haven't been out for very long. You know, if, you've, if you've only missed a couple few days due to I don't know what kind of injury would only keep you out for a couple few days, but but assuming you were out for only a couple few days, you can probably pretty well pick right back up and, and dive right back into your routine wherever you were. But if you've been out for a few weeks, maybe a few months, in some cases, a few years, uh, you really can't just dive right back into what you used to do, even though we want to. And it can be really frustrating when you do get back or you start to get back and you compare yourself to where you were pre-injury. So, so maybe that somewhere in there is, is a very common mistake or, or a very common stumbling block that runners have when coming back from an injury is trying to do too much too quickly. You know, go right back to where you were. If you were running 30 miles a week and you haven't run for a month and a half, Probably not, doesn't make sense to start running right at 30 miles per week. Maybe you can handle it, but 
you're also setting yourself up for potentially either re-aggravating the injury that you were dealing with and or setting off some new injury because you haven't been running for whatever it's been, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, two months, whatever, which I guess would be eight weeks, but yeah, whatever. Don't check my math on that. Um, but our bodies, you know, sometimes there's a little bit of deconditioning that happens, even if you've been doing cross training, even if you've been doing other things, which we'll talk about as we go. So you want to ease back in slowly. Easier said than done, because as runners, you all know, you're a runner, you're one of us, you know, we don't tend to be the most patient, patient bunch. We want to, we want to get back. We want to get back yesterday and we don't have the time. We do have the time, but we, we like to think ain't nobody got time to ease back in, but, but fight the urge, fight the urge to rush the process, fight the urge to dive right back in. Um, because you're just more than likely setting yourself up for at least maybe not, maybe not setting yourself up for, but you're certainly increasing the risk of something going sideways and then forcing you to end up taking more time off to, to deal with whatever situation arises. Another area that also stems from a lack of patience that runners kind of, I think, sometimes get wrong. And maybe I was a little bit guilty of this as well. I, I like to think not, but maybe. Is trying to test the injury all the time. You know, you take one day off. Let me, let me, try, let me try running just, just a couple miles tomorrow um, just to see how it feels. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, at least in most cases, you know, you got the, obviously, you know, going back to what we talked about just a couple of weeks ago, this is general advice based on your specific situation, your specific details. Maybe you can get away with testing things a little more frequently, but in, in most cases, when you have some type of overuse injury, when you have some type of something that's got you on the shelf and preventing you from running a couple days off, it'll start to feel a little bit better. Because you haven't been running. So you haven't been irritating that tissue or irritating or, or putting stress on the on the, the weak link, if you will. But a lot of times, it, when, it, when we're talking about overused running injuries, like my itis, or like your runner's knee or shin splints or whatever, those things have built up over time and gotten to the point to where ultimately you were like, gosh, this isn't right. I need to take a little time off. Sometimes that process has taken months and or years to get to that point. And again, lack of patience may be rearing its ugly head again, but something that's taken months or years to get to this point typically doesn't resolve in a matter of hours or days, right? Not that we're going to need to take months or years for it to resolve, but my gosh, can we give it a week, two weeks, something like that? Maybe a month, depending on the severity and situation, again, depending on all the details. And when you're retesting or when you're, when you're like, I'll just get a mile and see every day or two, in theory, you're undoing some of the progress. Think about it, you know, like uh, if, you were, if you were building a, a Lego house or structure, or whatever, and you, you got a few rows of blocks in and then you're like, well, let me drop it and see if it'll, if it'll, if it'll withstand the, the force of being dropped and a half of it breaks off. Well, now you're starting from half of what you had built. Maybe that's a terrible analogy, but hopefully it proves what I'm trying to say is that if your if your recovery process is at 50%, throwing out numbers, making things up as per usual, and you go out and run and it erodes it by half, well, now you're back to 25%. You've undone some of that recovery process because you haven't let it get to a point to where it's it's capable of withstanding the test yet. 
And this is especially true in the early phases. And I'm as guilty of this as anybody of being like, well, you know, I took a couple days off. Let me try it again, which is exactly what I did at the end of, at the end of the year before I have taken the most recent big chunk of time off. It's like, oh, I'll just, you know, my, my Achilles is bothering me a little bit. Uh, you know, it's, it's December 28th or 29th, whenever it was that we finished crawl, I'll take the rest of the year off all of two or three days. Then I'll start running again and see where we're at. Well, yeah, it felt a little bit better after a day or two of not running or three days or whatever it was. But pretty much right away, the little, the little itis feeling came back because I didn't give it enough time before I tested it. And I probably, foolishly, if we went back and looked at my Strava, probably did too much because my first day back was, was the, the fat ass. And so I don't know. I didn't run a lot, but I ran 15 or 16 miles, something like that, which was not smart in hindsight. Um, but I rushed the process, came back before I was ready, and uh, dot, 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 six weeks later, here I am, or eight weeks later, whatever it is, taking most of a month, not completely off, but to try to do it better. And this is this is the point, or this is maybe the main takeaway from, from today, hopefully, or the next several points are the, the takeaways from today. If you find yourself injured, which hopefully you won't, but statistically, we're all going to find ourselves injured to some form or fashion at some point in our running career. If and when you find yourself injured, remember that coming back is it's a little bit of a delicate process, a delicate, delicate dance. Sometimes it's a couple steps forward. Sometimes there's a step back. That's okay. That's normal. That happens. But if you're strategic as you come back to running, in theory, you can minimize the number of step backs. You might not take as many steps forward as quickly as you would like, but if you can avoid losing ground, if you can avoid two steps forward, one step back, if you can make it make it to six steps forward before you take a step back, you'll be back to full running more quickly. How do you do that? Four, four main tips to keep in mind. One we've already kind of talked about, but be patient. Be patient. Don't rush the, rush the process. Give your body the time it takes, and then, you know, if, if you said, hey, Maybe your your doctor, maybe your coach, maybe maybe somebody, maybe you're able to to be objective enough for yourself to say, hey, I'm just going to give it ten days of no running. Then we'll test it. Well, be patient and wait the ten bloody days before you test it. All right. Don't say, oh, it's been four days. I feel I feel a lot better. Let me go out and see. No, no, no. Give it the timetable. Be patient. Stick with it. And hopefully, by being patient, you'll reduce some of that risk of a regression. In the meantime, just because you can't run doesn't mean you can't be doing other things. What other things can you do not only to maintain fitness, but to potentially decrease your risk of other injuries or things flaring back up? Can you spend some more time on the little things? Can you do some cross training? Can you get on the bike? Can you get in the pool? Get on the rowing machine. Just go for a walk. What other kinds of things can you do to, to maintain some fitness, build some fitness, maybe maybe shore up some weak links, do some strength, some strength training, maybe get on the yoga mat, foam rolling, whatever it is, what other things can you do not only to help with your fitness, but also to maintain some semblance of momentum? Because that I've seen that happen to many folks where you're out for whatever it is, a few weeks, a few months due to an injury. And in that time, you, you kind of get out of the routine. All of a sudden, it's a lot more difficult to wake up in the morning to go for a run or to tap into that energy after work to get your workouts in. So, so they get through the injury, they come back, but they've lost a fair bit of fitness and or they, they're out of the routine 
and there's no momentum at the back. Keep up your cross training because not only does it help you maintain some fitness, maybe even improve some fitness or at least improve some of those weak links, but it also keeps you in the groove so that when you do start coming back, you can slip right back into the modified routine, but that routine will start to build as you go. So, so try to do something, try to do something to, for your health while you're injured, but obviously something that doesn't stress the injured part, right? If you've got, if you've got an itis, maybe something that's non-weight bearing. Like I've been doing a lot of, I, at least I did a lot of biking before I started getting back into running again. That seemed to help still get a good workout in, still break a good sweat. Was it the same as running? Of course not. They didn't scratch the same itches, but it was better than nothing. It kept me somewhat sane. Rebecca didn't get, I don't think you have to ask her. I don't think she got too, uh, upset at me. You know, she, she certainly didn't tell me to go out for a run because that wasn't an option, but I think the running kept things or the, the, the cycling, I'm sorry. The, I think the spin bike kept things at bay until I was able to start testing it, which comes into the next step. Test it intelligently. Like we already talked about, don't rush to test it right away, but also keep it real simple on your first test. You know, your first test shouldn't be the normal mileage you were running before. Probably shouldn't be half of it. Maybe not even should be quarter of it. All right. If you, if you paid attention to me and this is, this isn't to brag, this isn't anything to shine any lights on me. This is just to give it a more of a concrete example. Pre-injury, pre-time off due to the itis. I was running my typical route every morning was five and a half to six miles. Something like that, depending on how quickly I got out of bed in the morning. You know, if I had time to go six, I'd go six. If I had, to, if I had to cut it short, it'd be five. Some more often than not, we ended up somewhere in the middle at five and a half. All right. After I took whatever it was, a couple weeks off to just rest and well, not to just rest, but to rest the itis to, to avoid the pounding, to just be on the bike. My first run back was a quarter of a mile. That's it. That's it. And I didn't stack a bunch of them together. I did one quarter of a mile. Then the next day I did a quarter of a mile times two with like six hours in between. I, I tested it with just a quarter of a mile to see how it responded, to see how it would feel. Did it blow up? Did it feel pretty good? Did I feel like I could have kept going? Yeah, I felt like I could have kept going, but I didn't. Not because I'm, I'm, you know, somehow smarter than or better than because I made the mistake before of, oh, well that, you know, that half a mile felt pretty good or that quarter mile felt pretty good. Let me, let me go a little bit farther. No, 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 no. When you're coming back from an injury, the goal is to finish the first run without any issues. Then give it a day or two. Then try it again, which leads right into the final point. Come back cautiously. Don't start stacking a bunch of runs together. You know, the first time I ran a mile was on my third or fourth run back from the injury, but I didn't even run a mile at once. I ran a quarter mile in the morning. I took Bailey for a half mile walk midday. Say half mile walk, a half mile run midday, which is normal when we go for a midday walk, but we went for a half mile running instead. And then I went for another quarter mile a little bit later in the day. So, you know, whatever, I don't remember the exact times. Maybe it was 9 a.m. and and noon, one o'clock and 4 p.m., something like that. But there was a gap in between. It was a mile for the day, but it wasn't a mile all at once. Then a day or two later, I I did like a mile or a mile and a quarter all at once. It would have been easy to justify, oh, I'm normally running six miles a day. I can just do a mile on my first run back and potentially it would have been fine. And you could just still make the argument that doing so would have been coming back cautiously. But I was really 
focused on trying to get it right, on not letting things flare back up, on not running for a week and then needing to take another week or two off because I did too much too quickly. So I dialed it way back. Pro tip, you almost can't dial it back too far. I mean, I suppose, I suppose you could if you're like, I'm going to run for three strides. Well, I mean, what's, what's the point at that point? But something like 30 seconds, a minute, a tenth of a mile, whatever your metrics are, whatever, wherever your base is, whatever, whatever, you know, wherever you're starting from, you can dial it back quite a bit and make that your cautious return to running. And then you build upon it a little bit more and a little bit more. And if all goes well, you avoid the setbacks or at least you minimize the number of setbacks. So you're able to get in the first week back, you know, just looking at my calendar, um, the first week of March, I did like three and a half miles in the whole week. Second week, I built it up gradually. I went two miles, then two and a half, then a day off, then three and a half, then four and a half, then six. So whatever that works out to be, 15 miles, something like that, 17 miles, which would have been Monday through Wednesday before the injury, but building up slowly this week is another progression. I'll end up with somewhere like 25 miles for the week. My goal is that by the end of the month, and this is coming out on the 18th of March. So we've still got two weeks left of the month. By the end of the month, by the first part of April, I want to be back to that normal five and a half, six miles a day, normal 12, 15 miles on the weekend. Hopefully the itis behind me done, dusted, not coming back. Will there be setbacks along the way? Yeah, probably. Will I have a couple days? Where I'm like, ugh, I don't know. Maybe I need to take a day off or maybe I need to cut this, this, you know, I was planning on doing five miles tomorrow. Maybe I'm going to only do two. Maybe it'll just be a bike day. Maybe an unplanned non-running day. It's part of the process. You can do everything right and still have little setbacks, little flare-ups, little reasons that maybe I need to cross train today. Maybe I need to get a little extra time on the roller, cut my run short to get a little extra foam rolling in. That's okay. That's part of the process. But, uh, if, if you, if you come back, and are patient, you cross-train, you test it intelligently, and, and return to running cautiously, hopefully you can dodge any major bullets and not let this injury that you're dealing with be something that plagues you for months and months and months where it's kind of better, but it's kind of not, and you're just going to force it because typically that doesn't end well. Typically that doesn't end well, and that's exactly what I'm trying to avoid. So hopefully all that was helpful. Hopefully that makes a little bit of sense. Hopefully it's information that you don't need anytime soon. But if you need it, if you find yourself injured at some point down the road and you're uh, looking to come back, you know, you're, you're ready as, as you recover from your injury, you're ready to start getting back into it. Uh, we got you covered on here. Apparently every two years we, we refresh this topic. So I guess stay tuned for 2024 when we'll do the, the quick tip best of ish round four, I guess it'd be the best of ish round three. I'm coming back from an injury. But uh, for now, if you want to get back to the blog post today, same memes and same gifs as a couple years ago, I still stand by them. They're still solid. Uh, it's disruns.com slash 1031. If you want to check out the uh, audio from uh, the previous iterations of this episode, it's uh, episode 823 and episode 532. Disruns.com slash 823. Disruns.com slash 532. You can also scroll back into your podcast feed if you're so inclined and you might be able to find them. Usually, usually we get about 500 episodes back. So... Uh, I guess we might just make the make the cut on on both of them. Uh, since this is ten thirty one, five thirty two, 
if we subtract the 500, we'll just make the cut. So uh, you can find them both in your podcast app for now. But in another couple of weeks, that, that first one will probably fall off. Uh, but 823 will be there for a while. But anyway, all that to say, hopefully, like I said, you're not dealing with this. But if you if slash when you are, we've got resources for you. And you can always, always also reach out. I'm happy to talk, uh, whether it's a consult call, a quick email, whatever it is. Uh, let me know. And if you have any questions on today's episode, you know where to find me by now. At Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You know, send an email to Dizruns at gmail.com. And of course, you can head over to this blog post for today. Like I said, it's Dizruns.com slash 1031. Uh, and there's that comment section down at the bottom. There's also some links to some hopefully useful um, posts or, or other episodes or things like that that might be helpful for you. Um, ultimately, want you to get back to running as quickly as possible, but as intelligently as possible so that, uh, you know, like I said, your itis doesn't linger maybe as long as, uh, mine has. So that's that for today. Need anything? Give a shout. If you haven't got yourself entered in the giveaway yet, do so. Disruns.com slash giveaway. There's a link. There should be a clickable link in your, in your device, wherever you're listening to this right now. If you're listening to this on the website, which I don't know that anybody listens to it on the website, but if you are just click over to the, there's a button at the top of the page that says home, click there, Boom, bam, you're entered. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, chance to work with your boy Dizzy. Doesn't quite rhyme, but uh, you know, whatever. Just making things up on the fly, as as is always the case. Uh, but you get yourself entered, disruns.com slash giveaway. And uh, with that, if you know somebody coming back from an injury, hit that share button. Hopefully help them uh, get back intelligently, strategically, and without flaring up their injury uh, as smooth sailing as possible. Cause no, nobody's got time to be injured. That's, that's the facts. And, uh, certainly we don't want to take any longer being injured than we have to. Uh, so hit that share button, spread the word. And until next time, y'all be well, take good care. Thanks again for listening. And, uh, we'll talk soon. All right. See you. <laughs>